Yo, what is up, everybody? It is your favorite fat boy, Ray Ray, coming at you with another fat boy takes. Um, before I start talking, uh, I just uh, want to say that the shit that happened this past weekend is horrible, and I don't wish that upon anybody. Sucks that it happened to Kobe, and uh, we're gonna start this part off with uh, twenty-four mm -hmm. seconds of silence. For the legend, Kobe Bryant. Here we go. I'm back. Uh, thanks for showing me, sharing that moment of silence with me for Kobe. Um, sucks. Uh, the NBA lost a fucking real one. Obviously, one of the greatest players of all time. I know a lot of my friends are hurting. They were all really, really big late. They're all really big Laker fans and Kobe fans. So, just know if you guys need a hug, your boy's out here. I actually gave one of my Good friends from work, a hug. He's a huge Laker fan. Been a Laker fan since he was a kid. He grew up in L.A. He was like, man, I really appreciate this. Like, this shit means a lot because, like, my boy loves Kobe and the Lakers. Like, my boy was really, really all tearing up and shit at work. You know, that's that's different story for a different time. Obviously, he was a huge player. You know, everybody loved him in L.A. Uh, come on, the man got mariachis singing him, Amor Eterno, like, the man was loved in L.A. Um, just sucks that he had to die. You know, obviously, nobody wants to, like, see anybody go through that. And then his daughter died. You know, that just made it even worse. Uh, hopefully, his wife is doing well. Um, that's pretty much it. I don't really want to talk a lot about that. It kind of sucks, you know. Uh, but on today's pod, we're going to talk about the Utah Jazz. And the Denver Nuggets. And I'm going to give my Super Bowl prediction. And that's pretty much going to be it. I'm not going to ramble on a lot today. Oh, and the Lakers are dicks for fucking up that Kobe game last night. That's kind of shitty. They needed to get that motherfucking W. Um, but yeah, today's pod, short and sweet. Maybe this pot ain't going to catch with a lot of people because I know a lot of people are not Utah Jazz fans and fucking Denver Nuggets fans. But that's fine with me. I don't really care. You guys know I do this shit for fun. It's a hobby of mine. All right, well, I guess we'll start this bitch off. All right, here we go, boys. We are going to start it off by talking about the Denver motherfucking Nuggets. So the Denver Nuggets are playing pretty well right now. Uh, they're the 12th best offense in the league, and they're also the 11th best defense in the team league. Their net rating, their ninth in net rating, uh, they're sixth in second chance points. So <clears throat> they get a lot of second chance points, which is really, really good. Obviously, they score a lot of rebounds. Well, obviously, that's going to happen when you have a dude like Joe Keek. He's like, that dude is a rebound machine. Not like Gobert, but he is a rebound machine. Um... They are currently 11-5 in the month of January. 
Uh, they just got a big, big win over the Bucks last night, uh, which is pretty damn impressive because they're missing their second best player. Um, the thing with the Nuggets is like a Jamal Murray is their second best player. Everybody knows Jamal Murray is the number two, second best player on that team. The fact that they were able to get a, a win over the Bucks is pretty damn big. I know there's a lot of you out there that are like, yo, man, who cares? It's just a fucking game in January. Blah, blah, blah. That shit don't mean nothing. Actually, yes, it does. Because this game right here, they literally played it without their second best player. And they just beat the best team in the league. So this says a lot. This says that this team is for real. I'm t like, there's so many people that keep down in this team, keep down in this team. And it's like, when are you going to stop fucking down in this team? This team is... It's like 6-4 and four against contenders. So, obviously, this team has beat contenders. They've beat the Sixers. They've beat the Seas. They've beat the Clippers. They've beat the Lakers. They've also beat the Jazz. Uh, we got to include the Jazz as contenders now because the Jazz are starting to look really, really solid. Like, it's like the West is finally starting to heat up. It's like what it was supposed to be at the beginning of the season. But the Jazz started off really, really slow. Like, I'm not going to lie. I didn't have my, the Jazz in the, my top four at all. Uh, the Jazz starting lining it up. All right, well, enough about the Jazz because we'll get to the Jazz later. So let's go back on Denver. So Joe Keek has been killing it. The man has been is averaging like 25 points a game right now in the last 10 games. 10 boards, 6 assists. Uh, Will Barton is actually one of the big, big reasons that the, the Nuggets are not falling apart right now. Will Barton is literally destroying shit. Also, the rest of the role players are killing it. That's another big reason the Nuggets have so much success. They're every I've been the every time their bench is asked to step up, they step up. That is what I figured out from looking at all the stats and all the box scores. Like when they when the bench needs to step up, the bench will have a good game. Uh, so that's pretty good. They, they, the bench scoring is they're like twelfth in the league or something. Like if they're not a top bench, but when they're asked to step up, they step up. Obviously, perfect example last night. No Jamal Murray. Will Barton did his. Will Barton was starting in his place. Will Barton did his thing. Also, Joe Keek did his thing last night. He handled business. Mind you, the Greek freak went for like thirty. Middleton went for twenty-one, and Bledsoe went for fifteen. And these dudes still won. The bench was huge last night. That was a big reason that they won. Um, so the Denver Nuggets just keep. Gaining, they looks like they're just getting better and better and better. I'm pretty sure by the end of the season, they will end up with the top five defense. This team right here, I'm gonna say this right now, this team is going to start to light it up. They're about to to get it together and just start going on a spree. After the All Star break, I think this team is just gonna pop the fuck off. But we're gonna see though, because like I said, like the big question mark here to me is Jamal Murray. And another thing I noticed by looking at the at the at the stats is like him and Joe Keek, it's like one of them has a monster game and then one of them has like a whatever game. I would like to see what this team looks like if they can find a way for both of them to have good ass games and uh, to see like like what it looks like because right now it's either or it's either Joe Keek has a monster game or Murray has a monster game. but I guess we'll see only time will tell because Jamal Murray's injured. But for now, the the Nuggets are taking business, uh, taking care of business without their second best player. So big ups to them. Hopefully they can keep getting Ws because, like I said, I think this team is a contender right here. 
Uh, I've been saying it all year. Um, you guys all know I'm with Joe Keek, dude. I did a pod on on Joe Keek and how everybody says it's fat. I guess I'm not going to lie, though. Joe Keek was looking real, real bad at the beginning of the season. But right now, my man is looking like a fucking monster. Like, ain't, like I said, ain't no Joe Keek slander going to be tolerated on this motherfucking pod. I will fucking go at your ass. I will, though, because I really like Joe Keek, and I think Joe Keek's a great player. And I think Joe Keek is one of those dudes that really, really, really gets slept on just because he plays in Denver. It's like kind of like a lot of people love to shit on Joe Keek because they're like, oh, he's fat. He's fat. And it's like, dude, when have you ever seen a fat guy drop 25 points and 10 boards and like eight assists and uh, win the game? Like when this, it's like I said it, I said it earlier too. When this guy gets a triple double, these dudes usually win. It's not like Russ will Russell stat pad and get a triple double and they lose. This dude actually gets meaningful ass triple doubles that lead to victories. Not like Russ. But like I said, this team looks fucking solid right now. Second best team in the West. Uh the Lakers just started taking L's. So it looks like the Lakers are start like the Nuggets are gonna be able to make a move soon to to go after that first seed. Um, but I guess we'll see. Like I said, time will tell. The All-Star break's coming up. A lot of sh- shit can change. Also, the trade that de- the trade deadline is at six. Uh, not at six. Yikes! It's on. It's on Thursday, um, at 12 p.m. Well, Pacific for us. It ends at three Eastern. So I'm pretty sure some teams might make moves. I don't think that Denver Nuggets will make any moves. The Denver Nuggets look pretty fucking loaded right now. Also, Michael Porter Jr. is playing good right now. So I really really doubt that these dudes make a move right now but we'll definitely see what goes down obviously other teams are going to make moves so let's see if any 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 of the teams that are in their conference make a move maybe it'll impact the standings but we don't know that as for right now and we'll just wrap it up on the nuggets teams playing super good bench is playing well sixth and second chance points um and jamal murray's injured Hopefully when he comes back, he will play better because he was playing playing so-so. Hopefully he starts sliding it up and they make their playoff push because the Lakers are finally starting to look human after just destroying everybody at the beginning of the season. So the Nuggets are going to make a run for that first seed. It's going to have to be now. Um, Yeah, that's pretty much it about the Nuggets. No, 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 no. That is not pretty much it about the Nuggets. I definitely forgot something important. Sorry, boys. You know, your boy's a little tired, but I... So they are currently 6-3 and three against contenders, by the way. That is something I forgot to mention. That is huge. The Denver Nuggets currently have wins over the Clippers. They have wins over the Sixers. They have wins over the Celtics. And they have wins over the Bucks now. So, basically, this team has shown that they can be contenders. Sorry for forgetting to mention that is pretty damn important, but you know, it's kind of early. Well, it's not kind of early. I just woke up from a nap, I'm going to be honest. But I'm going to be real. Like, these dudes are playing great. Like I said, they're 6-3 and three against contenders, so they've shown they can be contenders. Um, that's something the Lakers can't say. The Lakers have a horrible record against contenders. Uh, so this team is pretty damn scary because obviously they've gotten quality wins over contenders. So that's 
that's a big thing. Also, the Lakers have beat these guys. So, yeah, the Lakers do have wins over a contender. I think they're the only contender the Lakers have beat, by the way. Because the Lakers have not beat the Clippers. They have not beat the Sixers. They have not beat the Celtics. Um, they have not beat the Bucks. So, right now, that's something the Nuggets can... Well, you Nuggets fans can say, but like, yo... We've beaten all the contenders. You guys haven't beat nobody. I'm just throwing it out there. I'm not trying to throw no shade at the Lakers. I'm just keeping it real. The Nuggets have a winning record against contenders. So this team is legit. We People need to stop sleeping on these guys because they are legit. And hopefully they show this year in the playoffs that they're legit, that they can get it done. But like I said, the, team in, the two teams in L.A., might have something to say about that. But as for now, like I said, I like the Nuggets. They're legit. And that's pretty much it about the Nuggets. We're done with the Nuggets. No more Nuggets. Now it's time to move on to the Utah Jazz. So the Utah Jazz are currently currently have the 7th best offense in the league. The 8th best defense in the league. And they're the 6th best 3-point shoot, shooting team in the league. Basically, that's pretty damn good to be sixth in three-point shooting because the way the league is played, the way the league play is, the way the players play now is basically they chuck up a lot of threes. So to be sixth from, from three-point shooting is great. Um, so the Jazz are a pretty damn good three-point shooting team, obviously. Um, the Jazz are currently like four and six against contenders, um, but they have yet to play the Celtics at all. Uh, I, they have a win over the Bucks. They have a win over the Sixers. Uh, they have yet to beat the Lakers. I think they've beaten the Sixers. Yeah, just once. Uh, but they have wins over contenders. They're not. It's four wins and six losses to contenders. But they still have win wins over contenders. Still better than the Lakers. Yeah, I hate to bring the Lakers into this, but you, it has to be said. Like. They have more wins over contenders than the Lakers currently. Um, a big reason these dudes went on that crazy run from like the end of December to like the end of January because the play of Donovan Mitchell was lighting it up. Donovan Mitchell was was averaging twenty six points and four assists during that stretch. Like literally, this whole team was going off. Like as soon as they made that Jordan Clarkson trade, these dudes just started getting. W's like after the, and then Jordan Clark like I said Jordan Clarkson came in averaging 15 points since he's been in Utah the kid's been playing great um everybody was kind of like slandering him and and Cleveland like oh man he sucks like he's playing terrible he dude the change of scenery for this dude was big he literally joined the Jazz and made an impact immediately also Let's not forget about their, their defensive anchor, their damn center, Rudy Gobert. Big ups to Rudy Gobert for finally making an all-star game. He was really, really happy. Last year, you guys remember, he cried. He was really, really upsetting to make that all-star game. So big ups to Rudy Gobert for making that fucking all-star game. He deserved it. Like, there's no way he was not going to be an all-star this year. The man has definitely, definitely stepped up his game. In the last 15 games, my man is averaging 20 points with 15 rebounds. There's This dude has just being, been a monster, monster these past 15 games. Uh, he's a big reason these dudes are winning. Obviously, he's up there with um, and blocks as well. 
Um, he's a he's a he's a candidate again for the for the best defensive player of the year. Remember, guys, I picked this dude to win it again, but who knows? It was looking like AD had it on lock at the beginning of the season, but AD's like starting to fall off. So who knows? Rudy might have a chance to win it again. Um, so yeah, Rudy's playing amazing. That's another reason the Jazz are killing it right now. And then the Australian man, Joe Ingles, has also been putting in work. Averaging, he's averaging 10 points and 7 assists off the bench. Um, so basically right now these dudes are literally playing. All of them are playing good. Oh, and how can I forget him? Brogdanovich. That man Brogdanovich has been killing shit. I think Brogdanovich is averaging like 22 points in, in the last 15 games. Brogdanovich has been stellar. Obviously they brought him in. They will get buckets. Uh, the only issue I see with the Jazz, I feel like the Jazz still need more scoring. Uh, they're gonna. I think the Jazz are gonna. When it comes to the trade deadline, I think the Jazz are gonna look to make a move for a scorer. I and I don't. I'm gonna be honest with you guys. I do not know if Mike Connolly was the answer. Obviously, he's been injured. Look, he got injured, and these guys went on that crazy run. Uh, but I don't know if Mike Connolly is the right fit for this team. Um, obviously, they they weren't looking too hot when he was playing. So, but we'll see. Maybe they'll figure it out because the thing is, this team is definitely going to need more scoring. And I know Connolly is averaging like nine points as a starter. That's pretty shit. So who knows? Maybe they'll switch Connolly, put Connolly on the bench, and just start Jordan Clarkson. Who knows? But I do know that this team is going to have to make a trade to get some more scoring. If they want to be a contender, they're going to need to look for another scorer. Um, so we'll see what the Jazz do because that is something I did notice. They do need more scoring. So the Jazz are definitely probably going to have to are going to look to make a move to get another scorer. Because uh, they're going to need it. Um, but currently right now, they are on a three-game losing streak. Mind you, they've lost a good, those three games they lost. They should have not lost to the Spurs, but that's fine. It is what it is. It's basketball. You know, you have your ups and downs. They lost to the Nuggets last a uh, couple of nights ago, but that's that's okay. The Nuggets are literally the second-best team in the, in the, in the West. So it doesn't matter, you know, it's like they're lose they lost a good team to a good team and it happens. But this team can't say they're like, yo, we beat the Bucks, we beat the Six. They do have quality wins, so this team can make a m I think if this team makes a move and gets more scoring, I think this team will be even deadlier. Cause this team is starting to pick shit up right now. Donovan Mitchell's starting to play well. Donovan Mitchell's been playing well, but he needs to hopefully he can keep it up consistently. Brogdanovich is playing great. Joel Ingles is playing great. Jordan Clarkson is playing great. Uh, I guess we got to see what they look like with Mike Connolly because it's it's already got announced that Mike Connolly is gonna get gonna start starting again. So we'll see what they look like this month. Um, but I do think, but I'm gonna be honest, I do think this team is going to make a trade at the deadline. I'll be surprised if this team doesn't make a trade at the deadline because this team does need more scoring. Uh, but I guess we'll see. We'll see what they're willing to give up. I know they're not giving up none of the, the key pieces, obviously. Obviously, Brogdanovich is not going anywhere. Brogdanovich just got a fat contract from them. Obviously, Joe Engels ain't going anywhere. Jordan Clarkson ain't going anywhere. But 
And I do know they did make that trade for Jordan Clarkson because they needed more scoring. But we will see. Maybe they're going to look to add more scoring because I noticed they still don't don't score enough. Like if they want to be up there with those with the to contend, they need more scoring. I hate to say it. But then again, guys, let's be honest. Every team needs more scoring. You always need more scoring no matter what. But we'll see uh, what the Chaz look like after the All-Star break. Because just remember, guys, after the All-Star break, shit is going to get real for every team. You're going to see teams start going absolutely ham. Because they're all going to go and try to get the best seat possible for the playoffs. And that's pretty much it for the Jazz. And now your boy is going to give his fat boy pick for the Super Bowl. Mind you, I don't give a shit who wins, obviously. My team ain't playing, so fuck whoever wins. Nah, not fuck whoever wins. I'm just playing. But uh, good luck to the Niners. Good luck to the Chiefs. Um, This is going to be like one of those weird games because I have a feeling that this game can go either. It can go. Obviously, this game can go either way, right? You have a great quarterback on the other on, in Mahomes, you know, for KC. And then you have, like, this amazing defense. Like, I don't know. Like, it's going to be the classic offense versus defense. And it's like... And then the, the weapons Mahomes has is insane. He has Kelsey. He has Tyreek Hill. And then the Niners have Bosa on defense. Like, Bosa... If, I think if Bosa can pressure... The shit out of Patrick Mahomes, I think the Niners will come up victorious. I, uh, I, think, I think this game will be... I can't really say. like This is this is one of those hard games to predict if it's going to be high scoring or not. Because it's all going to depend on the Niners' defense and if Mahomes is going to be able to get anything going. Because the thing here is, it's the, the Niners are like in this situation. You got you to gotta pick your poison. When it comes to the off, uh, the offense, the KC offense, it's like, do you want to double Tyreek Hill or do you want to double Kelsey? You want to get burned for 50 yards or you want to get burned for like 10 to 15 yard catches by Kelsey? And you know if you go one-on-one with Kelsey, it's not going to end well for you. Same with Tyreek Hill. So the Niners are going to have to pick the poison and see which player they're going to let go off. Because obviously they're both of the Hill and Kelsey will not go off. Both of them will not go off. If if Mahomes can get Kelsey and Hill to go off, I the Chiefs will be victorious, and it and it won't even be close. But like I said, I think that Niners D will show up. Like, and that's another thing. If I gotta say, I hate saying if, 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 but it's true because it's not for certain. So basically, I feel like if the Chiefs can stop the run, they'll beat the Niners. But if the Niners can just run all day on them, this game will be over by halftime. With that D and that run game, this fucking game will it'll be a wrap. Hopefully, the game doesn't suck, but I'm still gonna pick the Niners just because that defense is super solid. It sucks. I don't want to bet against Mahomes. Mahomes is a fucking monster. Like, the kid is amazing. But that defense just has looked super, super solid all year. Um, And I hate, I hate, like I said, I hate to bet against Mahomes. But I know 
that that defense, that Niners defense, is something that's been constant all year. It has not been shaky at all during the year. It showed up big during the playoffs. Um, so I'm going to go with the Niners. That defense is too solid. And the Chiefs were one of the worst teams against the run. But then they made that trade to get that one dude. I forgot his name. Dude. I'm not going to look it up. I got a brain fart right now. I'm tired. But they got better stopping the run once he came back. But the Niners were like, what, top with the best running team in the league. So who knows if they're going to be able to stop that. Mind you, though, the Chiefs did stop Derrick Henry. But the thing with the Niners, that offensive line is super, super solid. So we're going to see um, if it shows up. Like, the only thing I don't... Like, this is like this is why it's so hard to predict who wins because... If the Chiefs can if the Chiefs can stop the run and they make Garoppolo throw, we don't know if Garoppolo can win them the game. Like, yes, Garoppolo has showed up in those regular season games, but I can't say in the playoffs because the reason I say that is because the man has literally he hasn't they haven't made him throw in the playoffs. Um what was it against the against the against the Vikings? He threw, like, what, one touchdown or something like that, and the rest of it was all run plays. Uh, the second round, well, the third round to get into the Super Bowl, he threw for 77 yards. They literally ran the ball the whole game. He did not have to do nothing. So that's that's the thing. Nobody knows what's going to happen. It's like, it's good. I don't know. It's, like, just hard to predict this game. Like, obviously, you hear me stuttering because I really, really don't know who wins this game. It's just too much if this team can do this, if this team can do that. But, like I said, I'm picking the Niners because I do think that Niners D will show up and they will get it done. I'm not even going to put my feelings aside or whatever. I think the Niners D will show up and get this W. Um, that's it for today's episode, boys. Uh, I know today wasn't a super long one, but my other ones have been super, super long. This one was kind of just like short and to the point. I wanted to talk about the Jazz. I wanted to talk about the Nuggets. I wanted to give my Super Bowl prediction. Um, I hope you guys have a great evening. Um, I hope you guys do some fun shit this weekend. Also, do not drink and drive. If you are going to get wasted... For the Super Bowl, call an Uber or at least have a DD because, man, I'm pretty sure tomorrow a lot of you motherfuckers are going to get fucking wasted. <laughs> if I didn't have to work, I'd probably get wasted. I'm not going to lie. Come on. It would, it's a good time. Super Bowl's fun. You know, you're drinking by like 3.30 and then, you know, shit happens. Sometimes you get fucked up. But... Enough about that. I hope you all guys all have a great weekend. I hope you guys spend some quality time with your family or with your friends, with whoever makes you happy. Um, don't forget to follow the pod. I'm on Spotify. I'm on Apple Podcasts. Uh, I'm on Podbean. Um, with that being said, I'll catch you all later. I'm going to try to do another pod next week. I don't really know because I do have some stuff I got to do. Uh, but lately your boy has been getting on the mic, like I said I would, so, yep, so, take care y'all, fat boy out!